15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Will Joker surpass Aquaman and Shazam in opening weekend? Is Aquaman 2 being delayed? Are they really bringing Kevin Conroy into Crisis on Infinite Earths? Spoilers. Yes, yes they are. All this and more coming up, but first, I'm David C. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. And we are DC On Screen, where we talk about the DC Comics multiverse on film and television, give honest opinions, and believe that every version of a property is valid, even if we don't want it to be. If it's been released, it's fair game, so beware of spoilers, and welcome to the show. Hey, man. Hey. Well, we've got some news up and, and going today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't, I'm having a stroke. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> oh, man. Later, when we return from the hospital, Dave resumed the show. <laughs> I just had a peanut under my tongue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, so uh, before we jump into news, patreon.com slash DC on screen. Thank you guys so much. Uh, those of you who have chosen to support us, we have uh, two different tiers and there's look, when you go over to Patreon, there's a whole process for changing the the information. So it's not going to say this. Um, but the $1 tier does get the ad free version of the show. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. And then the $5 tier gets, uh, Jason's pull list and not a whole lot else at this point, honestly, but I'm hoping to change that. We've got some chasing squirrels in the queue. We've got, uh, probably another Marvel review coming down the pike at some point. No, oh, yeah. there's plenty on there. We're just, we didn't get much done this week. Yeah. My wife and I are still like dancing around watching Spider-Verse. We, mm-hmm. so, so when we do that, maybe we can talk about that. That's next. Cool. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We'd already planned that. Had we? God. You were at that meeting. Oh, I'm sure I was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we had a quorum. I don't know what that word means. Enough of us. Oh, okay. Oh, man. So anyway, thank you guys for, for supporting the, the show. And uh, we're going to jump in here. Uh, Splash. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's the sound of us jumping in. Oh, it was a splash. I thought you just went, flash. And my thought was, ah. No. Which I I guess I shouldn't, my first thought shouldn't be Flash Gordon if we're on a DC show and you go, flash. No, but but it like that, sure. But I'm also a Queen fan, so what do you want me to do? Yeah, I understand. I played the wedding march from that movie at my wedding right sorry guys i can vouch for it (laughs) there was dr who music star trek the next generation music and and then the the wedding march from flash gordon right yeah that happened (laughs) i had so many people coming up to me going that was awesome (laughs) 
Yeah, you got you got a lot of praise for it. Sounded good. All right. We, we've got a uh, premiere date and time for the Joker movie. The worldwide premiere date and time for Joker is the Venice Film Festival, August 31st at 7 p.m. Central European. This would translate to 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And the target date for the second trailer is apparently August 30th. That all comes to us from a uh, Twitter account that's following the uh, the Joker movie pretty extensively. Yeah. And all of this it means nothing to us. We, we won't read. be able to see it for nearly a couple months after that. Yeah. But we're going to start getting more of this. Uh, it's already got so much praise coming in. Like, there, there there's Oscar buzz. You know, the not to say that the Oscars really mean half a damn to us, but... Um, right. You know, it's it's going to be one of those like weird. It feels like it's going to be one of those weird amalgamations of hey, here's a comic book movie, but the world's going to love this thing, and the comic book fans, well, depending on how open minded they are, <laughs> may or may not hate it. May or may not hate it. Yep, um, that's fine. The um, it is ballsy to release the movie to the public in general of any kind, like six months, six weeks before we actually get it. Oh, I think they're they've got all the confidence in the world in this thing. It really does sound like it. I think if you told them, hey, guess what? Release date's tomorrow. They go, okay, come what may. Bring it, bitch. And it feels like Warner Brothers is, to all to all of those fans out there who's like, this isn't the way Joker's supposed to be. It feels like they're just going, suck my ass, dude. Yeah, yeah. They do not give a damn. An attitude we should have adopted years ago. <laughs> In some respects. I do understand. It, it would be easier if the comic books themselves weren't, you know, so vastly different in, in you know, origin and, and whatnot. If there weren't so many different versions of the comic book, I would understand more the, the complaints of it's not close to the source material, but I do understand the need to have something like, cause you don't want, there's a part of you that doesn't want the general audience to love the thing that you love for reasons that they shouldn't love it. You know what I mean? Like, I guess it's but... sort of like, well, that's not really what the character was like. Um, that's not why I fell in love with it. You don't understand. I get it. Uh, the the only thing that a lot of people, no matter which properties you liked or didn't like, a lot of people uh, tend to agree that the studio has been reactionary and that that was not a good call. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of what I'm referring to is that whatever you were going to do, you should have just done it. And then right. when you were done doing it, do another thing. Yeah, and I agree with that. It's like we, we sort of had this like, well, they don't do, make it like we want them to make it. And then they started trying to and we're like, oh, God, you messed yeah. that up, too. Uh, you know what? Just do whatever you need to do. Like, just let the artist do whatever they want. Right. <laughs> and we'll judge them instead of judging you for having your hands in the cookie jar. Yeah. This is, I mean, maybe it's part of the new Hamada era take on things like no. We hired these people for a reason. Maybe we should let them do their job. Yeah. And you know, look, uh, according to Box Office Pro, Joker is currently tracking to range between 60 million to 90 million domestically. I know we don't we don't really put a lot of stock in projections here. No. But, but if it hits the low bar of that, that that'll cover them in a weekend. Yeah, that's that's for opening weekend. And this is currently pegged to make about 77 million in its 3-day weekend, which would uh, put Joker above both Aquaman and Shazam. Which I can see it doing. Joker is an, an incredibly uh, popular character. Much more yeah. than Aquaman and Shazam. So yeah. if this thing has I mean, really positive press, like, remember, Aquaman did not. Aquaman had, like, what, like a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. So... <laughs> who cares? I, I know, man, but the general audience cares. That's... I, I mean... That's what... It, that's why I'm saying it. I, <laughs> I know I Rotten know. Tomatoes is a shitty thing. It's a dumpster it's, fire. It is a dumpster fire. I've but, literally... I've decided... So, uh, I decided last time I went to go buy tickets to something that I was going to stop buying them from Fandango because they used the Rotten Tomatoes rating on there. Oh, I think everything does, though. I mean, you would just stop I going found to other see places. movies. I, I found other places that didn't no, use No, I mean, like, 
Wonder Woman on her avatar on the advertisements for Wonder Woman. Oh, it said, I but I can't. I can't stop fresh that. on you know. No, you can't stop any of it. So what's the yeah, point? Yeah, I can. Last time I got annoyed because I saw the rating and I found somewhere that I didn't have to look at the rating when I bought a ticket. It was that simple. I was happier. Okay. Yeah, made me happy. Well, it's it's still a marketing ploy. It all it, yeah. you know it's. By the way, fifty-five million dollar budget. That if they cover that in a weekend, that's that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Also means you can make intense movies for fifty-five million dollars and use, uh, uh, you know, deep characters and and have a lot of fun. And we might get a lot a lot more takes like this. Could be really interesting. Yeah, and you know, it might be tailor made for someone like me, who you know, I I would happily go watch a superhero movie where no one throws a punch. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I get it. I don't I know why I'm that way. A- there's a version of uh, of a of a, like a show that I think you would love. There was a uh, a show on either HBO or Showtime back in the day called In Treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the aughts, um, it was really good, and it was it was just the whole thing was done basically in a a, a therapy session. So these uh, people from different walks of life came in. They had the therapy session. Um, there was a little side story going where one of the people that was coming in and getting therapy had a backstory with the therapist. So there was a little bit of a kind of a serial narrative about the therapist herself, mm-hmm. but for the most part, what you saw is session by session, these people go through uh, the process of therapy and different revelations and stuff like that. And honestly, I think if you just did like DC in treatment, I mm-hmm. think you'd watch the shit out of that show. Oh, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would too. <laughs> I, um, I just have to say, I don't want to ever want to see, you know, fighting or something. It's just, I don't want it to be like the bulk of the thing. Yeah. You can just live without it is what you're saying. Yeah. I can live without it. It doesn't and- have to be there for you to enjoy the movie. Yeah, but you know, like last half of the Avengers, you know, the first one. Good lord, more of that. Oh yeah, yeah, love that. <laughs> it was nice. Incredible. Uh, now that, that that being said, I don't think the Joker is going to be a a nonviolent film. I'm, I'm I feel very certain he's killing a few people. Oh sure, I'm I'm, I'm yeah certain. I have Mark Maron on the list of people I suspect he's going to take out. Mm. Yeah, we just started watching New Glow season. Mm. Mm. And I got a couple things to knock out before we start that. And I'm I'm excited. I am simultaneously like. There's there's stuff I'm watching with my wife and the stuff that like my wife has already watched so I'm catching up on and I'm fine I'm almost through season two of Better Call Saul and it's so freaking good dude so I good. believe you. I believe but um <laughs> anyway <laughs> will probably never happen but I totally believe you oh man it's Odenkirk man you gotta do it I know you gotta I do it I don't <laughs> no offense but no I don't I don't have time no you don't have you don't you don't legitimately don't have time all right um blah 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 now um. GWW, what is that, Geeks Worldwide? I never know. I don't ever remember. I think so. Take it with a grain of salt, but, you know, they're saying that Warner Brothers is considering adding uh, the Black Klansman star, John David Washington, to the Batman. And um, they're actually indicating that he might be Two-Face or Harvey Dent. Um, hmm. I, I, I agree. Again, I take them with a grain of salt. I just do. And... Yeah. Especially since he's right now filming uh, the Christopher Nolan movie Tenet, mm. and he's starring beside Robert Pattinson, it just feels like too much. It feels like too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wait till that one gets picked up somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Credit we'll if they get it. If they got it first, though. Yeah, absolutely. I won't remember it, but we'll I'll say remember. It hey, I've heard that before somewhere. Yeah, that's about it. No, you won't. No, I will. <laughs> but that's it. It'll be a kernel, and then oh yeah. Sure. Um. So I, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like this is a little tongue in cheek, but um, maybe not. Uh, it might actually cause something, some problem. But um, Jason Momoa on his Instagram uh, posted a picture of a telescope being uh, constructed. 
on uh, Mauna Kea. And he says, sorry, Warner Brothers, we can't shoot Aquaman 2 because Jason got run over by a bulldozer trying to stop the desecration of his native land. Uh, you know, this is not happening. We are not letting you do this anymore. Enough is enough. Go somewhere else. Um, this is what the telescope construction looks like. The, uh, the bigger one, this is, they're building a bigger, they, they've already got 13 of these things on this mountain, but, uh, the new one is going to be four times larger. Now, uh, Mauna Kea is a dormant volcano that's in Hawaii. Its mm-hmm. peak is 13,803 feet above sea level. It is the highest point in the state of Hawaii. And uh, when measured from its oceanic base, it is the tallest mountain in the world, measuring over 33,000 feet. Oh, yeah. Now oh, They uh, totally want to put a telescope on that. Oh, they absolutely want to put it. It's super tall, and it's away from as many lights as you can find, and very little uh, overlying... <laughs> Overhead lines from planes. Yeah, for sure they want to put a telescope yeah, on that. It's about a million years old. It's uh, past the most active shield stage of life, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Um, but because of the high ele- elevation, the dry environment, stable airflow, uh, it's one of the best sites in the world for astronomical observation. Oh, yeah. So, um, I, I look, Hawaiian mythology says the peaks of the island uh, are sacred. And um, I, I get it, you know. I don't actually think this is going to halt production on Aquaman 2, but if it does... I'm sure that was the story, the yeah. headline you were reading, was Aquaman yeah. 2 production halt. Well, something. It can't move forward unless, you know, he can't, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think it's going to actually halt the production. But if it does, all right. I think Aquaman was pretty good. It was, you know, really super pretty. I'm not exactly clamoring to see what happens next. But, no, no um, I want Aquaman 2. Just... Yeah, I, I want it. In a way that I want all of these things, but yeah. if Momoa needs to go hang out and protest and protest a telescope, I, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, is all I'll, I'm I'll root for him. I am a little conflicted because I I am I do, too. I do love science and telescopes and all that stuff, but I'm glad he's using his platform to support something he believes in. But at the same time, I believe that what he believes is hokum, ah. and that is absolutely you know imperative for us to have a good telescope uh, checking shit out. Yeah, see, so, I could I could go with that, and I could also go with like, well, who, who cares if it's hokum? It's it's important to him and his people, exactly. so that matters. It's it's a hard one. Yeah, it is a tough one. This is like a classic yeah. episode of Star Trek here. Yeah. So you know, actually, could be turned into one pretty oh, easily. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh yeah, the Federation's got to put this thing on the thing, and oh, but the this the land is sacred to this people. Um, and we, because it's Star Trek, the people are going to be like harmless. <laughs> Just right. harmless, good religious people that mean mean absolutely no ill will to anyone. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. if it was a next generation episode, they'd throw in a caveat where there's like a, a tangent of them that are like terrorists or something, just to make it that much more little, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just so you can have somebody on the one side saying they're just you know, hateful. You know, I know. Yeah, I, I, I get where you're going. It's an easy episode. It is an easy episode. Uh, not an easy problem to solve. So nope. um, uh, I, I will say uh, I hope the best for whoever. I, I don't know. I hope this ends well. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt it will. Someone's going to be pissed. <laughs> yes. That is inevitably the human outcome. I, I just wonder if like Hawaiian mythology has any sort of like blessing ritual. Can they, can they like, I don't know, bless the telescope? Somehow incorporated into, I doubt right. it. Right. <laughs> It is that I doubt it. I'm going to go with I doubt it. Yeah. We're having no knowledge of it whatsoever. Just just doubt it. And, you know, I I, I don't know. It's, it's weird, but um, it's not weird. It's pretty common. 
wherever you fall, I hope you get whatever you want. Right. <laughs> it's a dangerous position you've taken there, but I, I respect it. I know. Whatever. Well, look, there, I feel like there are three three types of people in these. these people, the people that want the, the mountains protected, the people that want the telescope built, and the people that want Aquaman 2 no matter what. <laughs> and I'm outside of all of those people. I'm just kind of going, eh, we'll see. Let Whatever. everything sort itself out. We'll get Aquaman 2 eventually. Yeah. Which is true. We will get that movie. Eventually. Oh, yeah, we will. Starring Stephen Amell. Right. No. Would it be cool, though? Here, huh? No. No, it would not. <laughs> <laughs> there are better things for him to do. Are there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he wants to go straight into production. He, he wants to go back to his family for a minute. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, um, Heroic Hollywood, who, lest we fool ourselves into believing is reputable, just mistook mm. Wesley Snipes for Lawrence Fishburne in yeah. a headline. Grainofsalt.com. No Right. <laughs> uh, says that uh, Batgirl has become a top priority over at DC, and um, they are Warner Brothers is hunting for a new director. And um, another giant grain of salt, Daniel uh, Richtman, this Daniel RPK character over on Twitter, says in a recent production grid for Supergirl, it said the film will start filming in 2020. If that is indeed the case, we should get some news soon. Man... They've been saying this shit forever. Yeah, the second one, I have no idea what to do with. The first one about Batgirl, I mean, it's plausible, mm-hmm. but I want to hear it from somewhere else. And then he goes, I should note that someone else told me it might be a placeholder date. All right, so this Daniel kid, uh, yeah. I don't I don't know what his deal is, um, but um, he, he says shit like this on Twitter, and then he has a Patreon where he, he gives the real scoops. Mm. Why and, does it feel like the percentage of those scoops being accurate is pretty low? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't follow the guy. I really don't. Like, oh, you know, I got a, a notification saying that Supergirl is in production. And lo and behold, Heroic Hollywood also cited this article. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, good Lord. And it's just a Twitter. It's a, it's a tweet. It's a tweet. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't just put generating, a lot of stock in it. Just generating news cycles. This isn't news. Mm-mm. It is a thing that, that is going around. And uh, I, uh, we we had a, a listener, Matthew Salvatore, uh, at pure Lego, uh, sorry, pure genius Lego. Um, Doing some great work on that, by the way. Yeah, really, really awesome uh, stop motion uh, Justice League stuff. He tweeted to us uh, lots of news surrounding the Snyder Cut. It seems to be getting much more attention in recent months, such as with Mark Hughes. So, on the next news episode, can we hear your thoughts on what all this attention means for the cut? Um, he also says thanks, guys. Don't want to leave that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're very welcome. Um, we always say on this show, if we leave something out that you want to hear about, we will talk about it. Um, I do have a slight uh, a, a disagreement with Matthew here because I don't think that there have there has been a lot of news surrounding it. Um, there have it's been it has been getting more notoriety, and also the the people wanting it have become more notorious. There's not not exact news isn't the word. I think there's more hullabaloo. There's more hullabaloo. Yeah, um, we have Kevin Smith coming out and saying like, "Oh, I think the fans could really, you know, uh, I think we're at a place where we could watch a work print." I, I disagree, no, Kevin. No, Kevin, absolutely not. And it will infuriate everyone. Here, here's why I disagree with that. All right, uh, the Avengers Endgame. People, I've got like four reasons. Let's see how many of yeah. them tick off. The Avengers Endgame people decided, oh, we're going to put this back in theaters and we're going to throw in some extra scenes. Well, some of those scenes were mm, uh, unfinished. 
Mm-hmm. And a reasonable person would know this. I don't know how many people on my timeline, on my Twitter timeline, had pictures of an unfinished CGI Hulk next to a supposedly finished Justice League Superman going, are you seriously, you Marvel fans, seriously saying this is better? Not the point. No, not at all. Not the point. And then, lo and behold, I go over to Facebook where the mainstreamers are, and all of them are have found this on Twitter and going like, oh, Marvel shit now. Look, they're worse than Superman. No. No. The mainstream audience and a, a huge chunk of the fandom, whether they are just trolling or gen- genuinely don't understand, are not ready for anything like a Justice League movie that was that is anything less than 100%. Yeah. The point there has been missed entirely. Yeah. Completely missed. Mm, no. This is laughable. It's also unfinished, you prick. We we can't we can't do that. I I could I could watch a work print. I'd be fine. I watch old school Doctor Who. I'm fine. <laughs> I get that. That shit's but finished. I, I I I don't think <clears throat> I don't think there's a Venn diagram of of where there's a little sliver in the middle where everyone's happy. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. It, all right. So if you release a work print, mm-hmm. the um we'll call it the release the Snyder Cut crew. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't mean that condescendingly at all in this context. I'm just making a grouping here. Um. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Snyder Cut crew, some of them will see the work print and think, well, at least you got to see it, but I doubt it. That's going to be a minority. A lot of them will see the work print and think, come on, man, you've cheated me. Why not finish this thing up? Yeah. Like, it won't be enough. I, I genuinely don't think it'll be enough for a lot of people, yeah. even if you get it. I, I agree and, with and that. I, I don't, it's just, there's no way. I, don't, I The people who want the Snyder Cut, and that includes myself. Um, yeah, and me. Yeah. It, it I don't want, I mean, I would. I would watch it just for curiosity's sake, but it wouldn't really sate me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, if I want, if I got this cut, I would like to actually see this cut. So when I, I've, I've been saying the whole time that I don't think it's going to be released for years, and I'm still standing by that right now. But I kind of hope it is released years from now when they can afford to put a little extra money into it and release it as some kind of uh, physical copy edition that's going to make them their money back at least. Yeah. Or with the inclusion of HBO Max, at least get them enough. Uh, I mean, well. It, with HBO Max, they have somewhere where they can release it cheaply, but they also can't really monetize HBO Max because you're already going to be getting that subscription. So I don't know. I don't really know how that helps them. Yeah, uh, it's like a theatrical re-release with physical copy in I don't know ten years. Yeah, maybe maybe they can make the money back. Yeah, uh, you know I don't know. We don't know how much it's going to cost. We there are conflicting reports. Uh, we got stuff from I think Screen Rant. Couple other thing, couple other people were saying it was going to be like some somewhere in the ballpark of thirty to forty million dollars to uh, to complete it. But then you also have, uh, you know, Mark Hughes saying there's an edit of Snyder's version of Justice League that's ninety plus percent completed. But he that thirty to forty million though. When I read that article, it sounded like it, it sounded like one of the video um, one of the editors or one of the VFX guys said that they spent thirty forty million more mm-hmm. once Snyder was gone. Mm-hmm. So that thirty forty million, I think people are misdiagnosing what that figure is representing. I yeah, think that's how much so. they spent afterwards, not how much they need to spend on the Snyder Cut to make it happen. Right. Um, but you know, I think those were the Whedon numbers. Even Mark Hughes, who has you know historically said it's not a thing, and now he's saying, "Hey, there's a thing." He says, "I I personally suspect WB's incoming CEO will have that version released on HBO Max sometime in the next year or two. Then he says that is this is just a guess on my part, not sourced. Um, so I, I I know that Snyder keeps releasing stills of it, and now that he's gone on to do Army of the Dead, uh, Fabian Wagner has really taken up uh, posting 
stills and stuff from the Snyder Cut, uh, behind the scenes stuff, which is all well and good. It's great. Uh, you know, God bless Jay Oliva and all of the all of the people behind the scenes who are you know out there going, hey, this is this is going to happen. Uh, and keeping hope alive. But then you also have like this Den of Geek report that came out a few days ago where we have um, a uh, quote unquote insider because, you know, they can't tell us anything, but he's a VFX person or he or she is a VFX person. And they said they were pretty sure that there wasn't anything close to a final on much of the film in, in terms of the finished sequences. Uh, they said the movie was still months away from delivery when Joss came on board. It seems very unlikely to me that there was anything close to a releasable cut of the film. Put it another way, if there was a near finished movie that everyone was happy with, then WB would not, would have got the editor to complete it rather than drop another 30 to 40 million into it. That's the figure I was, yeah. yeah. So, um, and even Kevin Smith says it's not a finished movie by any stretch of the imagination. I would assume, based on what I've been told, that, that large sections of the Snyder Cut are previs with a lot of green screen. It was certainly not meant for mass consumption. I don't think there is as much as I want to see it. And if we could somehow just target and release it to people with common sense. <laughs> if there was a litmus test of people that would be happy if they just got to see the working cut. And if you if you were somehow going to be happy with just that, you were allowed to see it. And if you were going to want more, you were just told well, you have to wait. Mm-hmm. Then great. But since reality is a thing, it's it, it's probably still on the uh, on the waiting list for for a very long time. Yeah, that's what I think. And uh, every time I say that, I hope I'm wrong. But every time I, I think I'm not. Yeah, I, and I get excited too. And then, like over the course of a day or so, I start thinking, Nah, that's that's just not going to work. And usually I'll talk to you and, and you'll be like, yeah, that's not going to work. And I'm like, yeah, okay. That's what I figured. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is exciting when, when more people come out and when more articles, editorials and stuff come out about it because I, I think it's interesting to see where this is going to go and what they're going to do. Uh, you know, uh, I, I grew up reading uh, articles about how Star Trek fans did letter campaigns and got the show renewed back in the 60s. Um I mean, we got serenity because of fan love for Firefly after it was canceled. Yeah. Mystery Science Theater and Veronica, Veronica Mars came back because you literally threw money at it on Kickstarter. Or, or, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Kickstarter. Um, there's a, a lot of possibilities for a lot of things, but this one's this one's in a in a bucket. It's not going to be touched the same. I mean, hell, you got another couple seasons out of truck by buying Subway sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Things have happened in the past, but this is this isn't the same. This isn't this is this is different. Like until there's a way that they can monetize uh, it, know. it's not it's not gonna happen. And you can't monetize no, a working cut. No, I I have a you know I have my own feelings and theories without having the exact numbers at my disposal. I would think throwing the money into completing it and releasing it is probably money well spent. If for no other, even if you're gonna eat it and you're not gonna ever see that money again, you're going to wind up getting a lot of goodwill towards all your future movies for making that right. Nope. I think so. And some, you, and you, I, I, some, but I still think there's going to be the camp of people who, um, who will be like, all right, well, I'm glad we got to see it, and now I'll go watch some of the other movies. But I think they're going to be outnumbered by the people. And I don't know how heavily, but I think it will be outnumbered by the people who see it, feel vindicated, and then are galvanized in their uh, <laughs> decision to not watch any more of the movies because I knew it. We were right. That was better. Mm-hmm. That will happen too. You're going to split them again. But you're also going to not have people, you're, you're going to have way less, like they can't post a picture of anything. Like Jim Lee can't post a picture of a drawing without like a hundred people going and release the Snyder Cut. I know. 
Like that's got to stop. It's a very active group. It, and it, 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 I mean, it's just, it's, uh, there's got to be a way to monetize it. There's got to be a way to make the money back. They made enough money on the movie itself as is. They've got to find a way to make money on what they're going to put back into it to do it. And it's just, I don't know. And that doesn't even include, I don't even know what it looks like legally to re-release a movie that some people have worked on and then didn't get to work on the rest of it. I don't even know what that looks like. It looks like they're going to have to pay them. It's way more money. Yeah, it is way more money. Yeah, absolutely. Every producer on it probably gets double double paid. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. Again, your best hope, I think, is a 10-year re-release with physical copy of some kind to buy afterwards. Mm, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what it looks like. I'm not an I expert in this I feel like field. Captain Wet Blanket when we talk about this. But. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't like, we stopped talking about it because nothing is happening. Like this st- stuff is happening, but nothing of consequence. Not really. Like the fact that it's getting more, you know, acknowledgement is important, but it, that's not news. It's just more of the same. Yeah. And I don't think necessarily is getting more. I think we're in a lull for anything else. So it's getting a little more attention. Mm, maybe. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for our movie news, I think. And if you guys have any links, please send them to us uh, that would uh, change our argument in any way about the Snyder Cut. I want to see it. I really am open-minded about this. I just I just need something. Yeah. I want hope. I just can't I can't achieve it. <laughs> Help me, Superman. Right? All right. Somebody so, send me a blue uh, ring, damn it. <laughs> We're going to be right back with a um, bunch of crisis news, a bunch of arrow news. Uh, but, um, yeah. See, see you then. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that, too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. We are back. And right out of the gate, let's talk about this uh, this little bit we've got here. The CW has secured the in-season, in-season? in-season streaming rights for Batwoman. Katie Keene and Nancy Drew. Uh, Netflix deal is done, uh, or is coming to be done. The CW is reworking a bunch of different aspects of their digital strategy. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be, they, they have gotten the in-season streaming rights for all of their new series on the CW app, CW TV, and uh, CW Seed. So instead of being limited to five weeks worth of episodes archived on CW's digital components, an entire season will be available until 30 days before the start of the new season when the show's more long-term digital partners, in the, in the case of Batwoman, which is what we're here for, uh, will go to uh, HBO, HBO Max. That's reasonable, and I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, over to Crisis on Infinite Earths, this excited me, excited the crap out of me. Marv Wolfman, who wrote the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. is going to be contributing. He's in the writer's room. Oh, that's so good. That's just good to know he's there. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, among other things, he wrote the two-part Batman episode, Batman the Animated Series episode, Feet of Clay. So, nice. no worries that he can't do TV. Right. Um, 
Even if you just stare there in the room saying, no, that doesn't sound right. Oh, that sounds right. That, perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, the headlines are saying, uh, Mr. Terrific is returning to Arrow. Uh, that is not what I read. Because they're, they're citing this uh, this picture that he took of himself in, in on Instagram outside of the Arrow offices. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, in front of Arrow offices, I'm up to something. And it has nothing to do with acting. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means, but it does not mean that he's returning to Arrow. Hashtag Arrow, hashtag new things happening. I'm going to guess he's going to direct. Maybe. I don't know. But we also got a picture of him on his Instagram of him sitting on the steps of the freaking Hall of Justice. There you go. So. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, Mark Guggenheim. No, not Mark Guggenheim. I guess it is Mark Guggenheim, but um, I would assume it's also um, Beth Schwartz. They're trying to get at least one Smallville character in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Rosenbaum has come out and said that those rumors about him coming back are, are false, by the way. Which is a shame. It is a shame. I want Rosenbaum back. Yeah. Amel says if, he, if they could only have one, he wants Welling. I think that's obvious. Why wouldn't yeah, you want Tom yeah, Welling? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I want Rosenbaum a little more than Welling, but I always favor the bad guys. Yeah. And, you know, Rosenbaum did a great job. I'd love to see him mm-hmm. see where he is now with that character. Um, Black Lightning is confirmed for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, they said Crisis is functionally the perfect time for Black Lightning to join the Arrowverse. In comics, the event changed the face of the multiverse in ways that are still being felt in comics to this day. It's a prime opportunity to bring the series into continuity, if you will, while still respecting and honoring the fact that the show has, in a very real way, functioned entirely independently from the Arrowverse for its first two seasons. Black Lightning as a series is also in a good place going into season three to lend a hero to Crisis. Thunder uh, has been taking a much larger role, um, much more visible, active heroic role in the streets of Freeland. With her prominence rising, it would, in theory, be workable for Black Lightning to head off to a whole different universe to help out while Thunder kept things running in Freeland. Um, nice. So, yeah. Uh, and Mark Pedowitz, the uh, the network president, did say if Akil hadn't agreed to it, they they wouldn't have done it because he's yeah. doing his own thing over there. Um they had mentioned a few times that they, they weren't against it, but they weren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. They wanted to build their own product. Um, and they've had two years. And he's right. This is There is no better vehicle. Mm-hmm. And Guggenheim said, uh, in, in relation to it, the goal has always been, how many different corners of the DC universe can we touch? It's not crisis on CW Earths. It's crisis on infinite Earths. Yeah. Which is exciting. Because oh, yeah. to me, that reads as like, they they're not gonna they're they dude we might get titans and doom patrol over here that's possible um maybe they're it, they've been making a lot of phone calls i mean they've already reached out to properties that we didn't even think were on the table mm-hmm. and gotten them on board in a real way it's um I, let me put it this way i've seen so many people that are definitely confirmed a part of this that if they end up getting them i won't be surprised a bit yeah oh uh, yeah oh man but yeah, Guggenheim said every single day he has a conversation with some casting director or some agent trying to get a, a Smallville person on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't blame him. Uh, and this is probably the most exciting thing I've heard coming out of this, which every week I feel like I have this to say a, a couple of times. Uh, Kevin Conroy 
is going to be in Crisis on Infinite Earths. They haven't said he's going to play Bruce Wayne or Batman. So don't mm-hmm. believe that. I've seen all these headlines going, Kevin Conroy coming back to play Bruce Wayne. or Nothing. It just says he's on board. It just Every article says presumably in the role of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. We don't know that. Yeah. We don't know that. Dude could be a grocery bagger. We have no fucking idea. We don't know that Burt Ward is playing Dick Grayson. Mm-mm. Just know he's back. Again, perfect vehicle to incorporate those universes, and it would be a waste not to. That's right. But they, they have not confirmed what they're doing. That's right. Go down to Walmart, get your little fan, go back home, plug that shit up, apply directly to tits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For now. For now. But it's cool that they're there anyway. Yeah. Uh, the CW announced their dates for the Crisis uh, crossover. Supergirl, Sunday, December 8th at 8, 7 Central. Batwoman, Monday, December 9th at 8, 7 Central. The Flash, Tuesday, December 10th, 8, 7 Central. Arrow, Tuesday, January 14th. 2020, 8, 7 Central. Legends of Tomorrow, Tuesday, January 14th, 2020, 9, 8 Central. Yeah, that's going to it's gonna be a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. And that, there's that like, break. There's that winter break there in between the Flash and Arrow. Yeah. Go yeah. from December 10th to January 14th. So over a month. Mm-hmm. It's going to be rough, guys. Yeah, it's going to be a long, long stretch, but it'll give us plenty to talk about, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Looks like Arrow is uh, bringing back Katana for the final season. Cool. Tatsu Yamashiro, killing folks, storing their so- their souls in her sword, man. Mm-hmm. I'm down for more of that. Yeah. Um, Colton Haynes has dropped out as a series regular again. <laughs> There's only so many episodes left. Yeah, I don't know what that means for it. Uh, and Beth Schwartz says, we hope to have him back. We love him, and he's obviously one of the foundations of the show. Where? There's not a show. The The show is over. Yeah, it's, it's all there is. Uh, they brought him back mostly for the flash forwards, and, and those of Maybe not run their course, but definitely done maybe the bulk of the work they were intended to do. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with those. I don't know what they're doing with the show, honestly, because we have Stephen Amell saying that the show is going to be on the road and going to different all over the earth and multiverse and whatnot. So, yeah, um, Monitor's just going to have him as a sidekick for a little while, it looks like. Mm hmm. And uh, David Ramsey, Diggle, he's got to direct an episode of the final season. Good for him. Always happy to see stuff like that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, get get behind that camera. Step up. Give some experience. <laughs> get you that credit. Now, uh, during the network's presentation at the TCA, the Television Critics Association press tour, CW President Mark Pedowitz uh, was asked about the f- possibility of a future set Arrow spinoff, um, which would be building off the flash forwards already in place on the show. And he says there's nothing set in stone one way or the other for that spinoff. The network is apparently considering adapting another DC Comics property, though. No idea what that means either. I mean, it looks like there's another DC property that they're they're talking about doing for the Arrowverse. Yeah. That's all we got, though. And there's so many things they could do. It's hard to. It would be hard to pick one. And he did say that there there's there are no plans currently to end any other Arrowverse show. That was the more surprising part. He said, "Hopefully, it'll be a long time from now." Because I keep every every year the the. I mean, I say they go down. They do a little bit, but they've gone. They've gone. They, originally, Legends went substantially down. Now it's kind of found this little plateaued area where it's it's down to about a million viewers, and seems to be just fine, just enough. I, every year, I keep thinking, surely that's not enough viewers to keep going. And then every year, they keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, Pedowitz said, "We believe in these franchises. This universe will continue for many, many years." I'm, he's got his money where his mouth is. Shit. I mean, they've you know. I'm sure they can come up with something for crossover events and then, you know, intermittently, but then they've also got a, they can do an infinite crisis. They can do 
Identity Crisis, Final yeah, Crisis. Plenty left. <laughs> plenty left to do. They can do Convergence. Convergence if they feel like getting weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Multiversity. There's no reason they can't wait a few years and do uh, CW Rebirth. And You're right. They can. Shit. <laughs> get uh, get Linesdell back. <laughs> wait about five years and bring him back after all that. Yeah. All right. So over to Batwoman. Uh, Carolyn Dries has uh, said that Kat, uh, Kate Kane is going to be a Jewish woman, as is her way in the comics. Mm-hmm. She said her religious background is, quote, not a huge thing in terms of the overall story, but they are looking for ways to make it clear that her Jewish identity is represented on screen. Um, which, you know, I, I see them say it's not a huge thing, but I also think it's the CW. So their idea of subtlety is distinctly not subtle. Yeah. Are you afraid she's going to be like about to chase down a mugger and be like, oi, Oy vey or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid of it. I'm just expecting it. Like, oh, okay. She's going to do the raising for it. She'll do like, yeah, the raspy voice and hanging the guy over the corner of the, you know, the building and just start speaking in Yiddish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm sure some, you know, three quarters of the bad guys are going to be Nazis. Yeah. Possible. It's going to be one of those things. It's pro- hopefully not going to be that bad. We don't need an after-school special. We just need a you know, superhero they, show. I mean, doesn't she have dead parents somewhere that she can just go, like, put some rocks on their uh, <laughs> graves and, and then that be, we know that now? Yeah. That the would... viewers caught it before. I mean, when it was. I know. Um, and that was who, well who done. Who was it that died? I can't remember. Uh, was it? Well, some, it was it was not Felicity, but some people were saying that there were no there were no ro- rocks on the grave, so it couldn't be Felicity. Couldn't be Felicity. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, because she's Jewish. Yeah, I mean the the fans were cognizant of that before. We can use that. You can use that to your advantage. But they've done they've done Felicity's uh, religious background pretty well, honestly. It's not been too over the top. No bludgeoning yeah. over the head. Yeah, I mean uh, she could even just subtly mention someone that passed away and be like, "Yeah, at the wake, blah 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 blah." Done. Mm-hmm. At the wake, I talked to so and so about this. Yeah, well, because of it being a wake. Is that not a Jewish? Am I wrong? I mean, I'm Protestant. We have wakes. Do you? I've never caught her wake. Yeah. Hmm. Well, scratch that idea. <laughs> I thought the word wake was purely Jewish. <laughs> I don't think so, no. I was raised Protestant too. I don't think they ever uttered the word wake. Yeah, I don't know. Silly religions getting all confused in my head. Yeah, I don't I don't know. So, I mean, I think I think our wake and visitation is the same thing. See, visitation, that was the word I used. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the word I was taught. I think it's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> it depends on how Southern your Baptist <laughs> preacher is. Uh, visitation is at 7 p.m. Oh, visitation. Anyway. Yeah, I had one of those. I, I had a little bit of both. So. I had several kinds, but I had one of those too somewhere along the way. All right. So uh, you're familiar with with Magpie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Margaret Pye, the jewel thief who develops an obsession with beautiful things while curating Gotham's museum. She's going to be a villain in season one of Batwoman. Okay. And every time I think of Magpie now, I just think of that that bit from Public, public Enemies. Enemies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know. That, that line is more famous than the character herself. I know. Um, it's a fantastic line from uh, Jeff Loeb and Ed McGinnis's, uh Public Enemies, where uh, Batman and Superman have both gotten out of a scrape with Metallo, and they're like helping, or like Superman's really kind of helping Bruce back they're to the cave. Kind of leaning under, on yeah. each other back to the base. And um, they're, they're just kind of having some small talk, and Superman goes, whatever happened to Magpie? <laughs> <laughs> And Batman's like, the the villain? And he's like, yeah. And Batman goes, I, I think she died. And 
Superman goes, why can't any of the good villains die? And, and Batman says, Clark, what the hell is a good villain? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's all the news. Yeah. In and yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. It's painless. Good Push job, nurse. it in. Pull it out. Um, if you want more of this nonsensory, go uh, go over to patreon.com slash DC on screen and uh, throw us some rubles and you will get more nonsensory. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, dconscreen.com, uh, and you can find links to the Twitter, the Facebook, and whatever the hell else, Instagram, all the things, even though I've been really bad about updating all that stuff lately. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Just subscribe to this feed and you'll at least get a weekly thing. Yeah. <laughs> As we'll, we'll have a, a Swamp Thing review, proper Swamp Thing review coming up. Uh pretty soon Pres- presently is it presently or next few days or something soon yeah soon was the right word yeah that's what i thought yeah every recorded over the next few days mm-hmm. up soon mm-hmm. all right until next time keep that dc on your screen y'all our intro music is by jason goss and michael shackelford michael's band galactic engineers of magnetic sounds or gyms can be found on soundcloud and bandcamp Visit DCOnScreen.com to find our Patreon, merch, contact information, and every episode of the show for free, including crossovers we've done with other podcasts. DC Onscreen is a maladjusted production. For more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, vlogs, parodies, and our improvised web series Hey Guy, visit maladjusted.tv. This is your new home speaking. I know you haven't moved in yet, but I need some favors. Could you dust the blinds? The dust makes me feel dusty. Also, we could save a lot of money if you bundled your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's super easy to do online or over the phone. Last favor, when you move in, could you stick to one aesthetic? The last owner had a weird mix of floral wallpaper and nautical tchotchkes, and I can't have another identity crisis. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. You know what drives you, what inspires you. You know why you're here today, thinking about your education and your career. But do you know how to get where you're going? Indiana Wesleyan University is a place where your dreams and goals are known, where you're pushed to excel, and you're supported beyond graduation day. Explore our tuition guarantee, our faith-integrated coursework, and more than 100 online degree programs. See how it's possible at iwuishow.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Nobody makes lemonade like Mike's. Introducing Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer, the only hard lemonade seltzer made by lemonade experts. It's crisp, refreshing, full-flavor hard lemonade seltzer. 100 calories, 1 gram of sugar, and gluten-free. The 12-can variety pack includes four refreshing flavors, lemon, strawberry, mango, and pineapple. Nobody makes lemonade like Mike's. Please drink responsibly. Hard seltzer with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.